You are listening to The Political Periscope, a weekly podcast brought to you by Radio WNET. Interviews on international politics, security, geopolitics, economy and more, every Thursday at 7pm. Today's guest of The Political Periscope is Stanislav Horbaczewski, CEO of the Task Force Translation Company from Ukraine. Political Periscope You're a Ukrainian entrepreneur, a founder and the CEO of a big company, rather big company, yes? And uh, translations are something that's probably really needed right now between Poland and Ukraine and other countries. That is absolutely true. Uh, we started more than 10 years ago. We started in 2011. Uh, and now we are top three biggest translation companies in Ukraine. And... Uh, Now we're international company with office in uh, Warsaw. So you're here in Warsaw, but uh, well, for you being here in Warsaw is uh, can be kind of difficult. Uh, you're uh, in the age to not be let out of Ukraine easily. That is absolutely true. Uh, but I'm lucky that um, I have a reservation from Minister of Economy as I'm CEO of Ukrainian company that is paying taxes, uh, do... Uh, hire people and uh, develop develop a, a Ukrainian economy, I have an option to travel abroad. Of course, I address this question because it's probably one of the first questions uh, that will pop in many people's heads when they, they are listening to a Ukrainian entrepreneur here in Poland, right? And how is it to be Ukrainian entrepreneur trying to expand uh, the operations to Poland? How is Polish market? Is it accommodating? And um, yeah, how is it? So my experience is uh, absolutely positive. I'm really happy to be right now in uh, Poland, in Warsaw, and uh, develop my business. Uh, the market uh, for translation services is uh, much higher than Ukrainian. If we compare, Ukrainian um, translation market before the war was around $50 million dollars per year. In Poland, um, amount of uh, mar translation market is about... 230 uh, to 270 uh, million dollars, so five times difference. Uh, how much of those translations of this market is actually generated by Ukrainians coming to Poland? To be honest, I think it's not so big uh, percentage because the biggest part is um, business translations because uh, Poland is, uh, I would say, middle of uh, Europe and uh, Uh, has so many business connections uh, all over the world. So Polish businesses need translations into German, into Italian, French, etc. And of course, uh, versa versa. So uh, market is growing, absolutely. And uh, Polish market, Polish regulations, Polish laws, and they differ from Ukrainians. And uh, how do you manage to, to, to cope with them? I think that entrepreneurs should focus on business. And um, if you speak about legal, uh, finance uh, and other uh, regulations, I think we have to outsource them to professionals, to law firms, audit firms uh, and another. Well, as a big company, you, you have this privilege to be able to do it, right? It's, it's a, a different uh, situation for smaller uh, entrepreneurs, smaller companies. Um, But but um, I think even small 
entrepreneurs and small companies should outsource their needs uh, than uh, focus on them because in that case they don't think about their business and they don't focus on growing, developing and uh, that's why they don't grow. How long has been this Polish division existing already? From last summer, so more than 12 months. Last summer it was already uh, a time of uh, this full-scale Russian invasion on Ukraine and uh, a natural question that comes to my mind is uh, what do you as a Ukrainian entrepreneur, as a Ukrainian uh, I suppose, uh, seeing the, the flag on your um, on your jacket, uh, Ukrainian patriot, uh, what are you doing? How are you uh, supporting the war, the, the Ukrainian military? Um, we have different ways of uh, support. First, we support directly armed forces, but we have special um, divisions uh, whom um, I know personally, and we uh, cover their uh, direct needs. Another part is uh, uh, we help with the translations. So, especially when the war started, um, Ukrainian army started to change their processes from Soviet Union to NATO processes, business processes. And of course, there are so many docu documents from NATO should be translated into Ukrainian for Ukrainian armed forces that should understand all this details so of course we were we were helping to translate it i imagine it's a lot of uh, technical language um, do you also translate like i don't know an instruction how to operate a tank or or a rocket launcher or something like this uh, sounds funny but absolutely true and right now we are uh, getting more and more projects in uh, military specialization Yeah, it may be funny if you, if you're like watching movies and everything, and but yeah, finally that's that's life and that's the reality that we are living in. And sometimes it's uh, it looks maybe more like a movie than we would like it to to look like, right? What do you think should be a role of Ukrainian entrepreneurs and uh, Ukrainian companies during the war? Uh, do you think that everyone should help or mm, well? They should do business. Well, <clears throat> uh, when Ukrainian entrepreneurs do business, they pay taxes, they pay salaries. Uh, and as you know, Western our Western partners support Ukraine, but they cover social um, social needs of, uh, of the country. But they don't um, give money for the war directly. So all taxes that Ukrainian businesses are paying, they go directly to uh, army budget. So um, so all this Ukrainian business that paying taxes, it's, it means it's supporting, um, supporting Ukraine and supporting fighting for independence. And uh, so I think that as much as Ukrainian entrepreneurs can do business, they have to do business and uh, it's This is direct support. For a long time, Russian market was important for many Ukrainian companies, and now they are they, they had to switch to to other markets. What do you think about it? What do you think about doing businesses with Russia before the invasion and uh, looking for other opportunities now? I think that um, doing business with the Russia looks like using drugs. So first, first time you. You think you are enjoying, but the end is only death. 
um, from 2014, most Ukrainian businesses started to ban uh, Russian businesses, Russian products, and um, th- look at uh, Western Western partners, Western businesses, Western markets. And of course, after 24th of February, uh, Russian business is absolutely banned in Ukraine. Of course, so we don't have Russian companies in Ukraine. Uh, we don't sell to Russia. We don't buy from Russia. And of course, it's very difficult path for some Ukrainian companies that were doing business with Russia. But there is no options. Only only start doing business with the European countries and all over the world. Ukraine is in the state of war. There is active, There are active military operations in the east, but there are also constant uh, missile and drone attacks, even in as western par- parties of the country as Ivano-Frankivsk or Lviv. And uh, for many companies from outside, I imagine it's difficult to do businesses with Ukraine with Ukrainian companies because uh, they think, well, okay, yeah, we can start something, some project together, but uh, tomorrow you can be without electricity in the best case or dead in the worst case. And uh, how do you cope with that? Uh, is this is there a problem with like Western partners, other businesses, you know, that they don't want to do businesses with Ukrainians because they are scared? Yeah, of course, um, that's the difficult question for Ukrainian business. First, to show uh, to our clients that we can uh, keep working. For example, I can talk about our linguistic business and uh, we had a real problem with the electricity and with the uh, phones, but um, we were prepared. So we bought a Starlink, we bought a huge generator and we were working from the office all winter and uh, there was no there were no um, stops of uh, providing services but of course yeah in uh, minds of our clients and partners could be that uh, it's going to be the problem so you the, so our goal uh, goal of ukrainian business is to show that we are a reliable partner and we can really really work even from the shelter even during the blackouts even in any time but we keep working because that's the question of our not only economy it's uh, the question about our lives because uh, keep doing business we can uh, continue donating supporting and that helps uh, our army and we keep fighting another problem another issue is uh, demographics right now in ukraine Uh, many men are in the army fighting many women left and don't you have any problems with workforce we have um, because our headquarters is in kiev and of course we feel that uh, hiring a new people is getting more and more difficult but from uh, pandemic times we working remotely well right now we work like in hybrid uh, format so partly remotely partly from office so we can hire for example ukrainians in European countries, and we have, uh, we even have one person in the United States with a time difference. So yeah, we we try to find our people all over the world. But next step, we are hiring uh, Polish people in Poland. So 
um, we are not focusing only on um, Ukrainian uh, employees. It was going to be my next question that uh, wasn't uh, your expansion to Poland a bit related with the move of Ukrainians, that Ukrainians moved here probably some of your employees also moved here and you decided yeah maybe maybe it's a good opportunity to start work here well yeah you you are absolutely right um well first uh, we felt that when the war started we uh, started uh, to get uh, more and more um, projects uh, contracts from poland because when um, first people moved to poland uh, polish businesses understood that they have to translate into Ukrainian language to get these people uh, become their customers. The second point is Ukrainian business started uh, to move to Polish market, so they need translations into Polish. And with this, so it, that was like um, we moved by the flow. So we have seen that uh, here's an opportunity and we have to use it because if you don't uh, gr- uh, grow or develop your Bankrupt. We all hope that the war will soon be over with the victory of Ukraine, of course, and the reconstruction of Ukraine will start. How do you see it? How do you see the future? What do you think will happen? And uh, what can be a role of Ukrainian companies and your company in it? I hope that uh, win will be very soon. And uh, even now, uh, I see that some companies uh, start to operate on Ukrainian market. But of course, when the um, war will be finished, we will have many, uh, many rebuilt projects, and uh, even many companies will start to uh, provide goods and services in Ukraine. Uh, I think that uh, we, all, of course, we could have uh, a big role in this uh, rebuilding because. Uh, I'm pretty sure that we will not have enough Ukrainian companies that will provide this rebuilding process. Imagine this amount of rebuilding infra- infrastructure, bridges, uh, roads, uh, houses, etc. So we will uh, we will invite uh, companies all over the world, and I'm sure that top of the companies are gonna be from Poland because uh, our closest um, neighbors, uh, close to mentality, our partners. So I'm sure that um, we will have uh, a lot of uh, Polish business in Ukraine. And of course, uh, I understand that uh, to cover these projects, uh, international companies will need uh, help with the translations, translations of documents, uh, communication, etc., etc. And of course, we hope that we will have uh, more and more projects. You said that Polish, you hope Polish businesses will come and that we are partners, closest neighbors, and uh, I agree. But uh, unfortunately, what we can observe right now between our countries, uh, well, the situation is rather tense regarding exactly this, regarding commerce, regarding the uh, trade of grain, but also from Ukrainian side, uh, Ukraine wants to ban uh, Polish vegetables. And, uh, well, what do you think about it? Uh, as a Ukrainian, as a Ukrainian living currently in Poland, as an entrepreneur, uh, you understand the market, you know how it affects the market. What's your opinion? Uh, my opinion that, well, I'm not an um, expert in uh, agricultural trading, but as a, as a Ukrainian entrepreneur, I, I understand that uh, that is not 
a good idea to uh, to spoil uh, relations between Ukraine and Poland. So I hope that uh, Ukrainian government and Polish government will uh, will meet, will sit at the table, and will and um, will communicate and will find the solution. I I don't want uh, Ukraine and Poland be opponents. I was just mm, talking yesterday at the IFC conference, um, and it was also about uh, financing Ukrainian businesses and uh, supporting Ukrainian refugees, and how like um, make Ukrainian refugees become entrepreneurs. And uh, that was my point. That I also had a question uh, about uh, this. Uh, bad times in the relations between Ukraine and Poland. And uh, my personal uh, thing is that we have to be friends because it's really dangerous during such terrible times when uh, we have uh, Russian forces uh, in Ukraine. And you see they are trying to uh, mobilize new 700,000 people to the war. So... Unfortunately, war is not finished and the risks are really high because they that's not a secret that Russia says that after Ukraine we would like to go to Europe. They are talking about uh, Finland, they are talking about uh, uh, Lithuania, Latvia and of course some of crazy guys are talking about Poland. So um, unfortunately it's not a finish. So war is... Uh, keep keep uh, going, and uh, that's this uh, this time is not uh, not the best time to uh, be opponents between Ukraine and Poland. Right now, we are in the middle of uh, electoral campaign in Poland, and of course, it's uh, related to a lot of emotions and tensions uh, inside of our nation, of our um, society, and uh, one of the important topics of this campaign is of course Ukraine and the attitude towards Ukrainian. How do you feel here in Poland as Ukrainian observing this uh, for over 12 months observing um, Polish society and uh, Polish attitude towards Ukraine and Ukrainian uh, Ukrainians and Ukrainian refugees uh, have you noticed any changes? Uh, do you feel, I don't know, less welcomed or more welcomed? Uh, has anything changed in this regard? Well, first of all, I would like to say thank you so much to Poland and uh, Polish people, Polish uh, businesses, Polish government that uh, helped Ukrainians so much. And uh, f- for me personally, I feel mas- myself very well in uh, Poland. Um, all all my, uh, um, I would say, Partners that uh, we, we do business, business. To our clients, uh, partners, uh, uh, suppliers, uh, very, very nice and very welcome to to me as a Ukrainian entrepreneur. Very helpful. Uh, so I feel myself very well, and uh, I'm very thankful for Polish uh, Polish people for supporting us. And I really hope that this will not be changed. So it will be in the same very positive way. So you haven't noticed any any changes in recent months? No, absolutely. Maybe I'm too focused on business and I'm 
spending all my time in office and in um, business communication. So I don't have enough time maybe just walking and sightseeing and maybe communication with the people. But that I'm feeling, I feel myself great here. I actually very glad maybe you you don't go uh, too often uh, to uh, some social media to look for for anti-ukrainian commentaries that i do all the time that's a part of my job also uh, so maybe uh, maybe this pessimistic uh, view of the world is kind of biased because of my use of social media so if you could maybe share from your point of view some receipt for success how to build successful business how to do international business it's not probably an easy and uh, an easy task and uh, at first when you're thinking about it it's kind of scary well that's uh, the very good question honestly i started my business uh, in university time so when i was a student so uh i didn't think about any scare scares of or another point so it just it was a like a funny story and it was interesting it was uh, maybe i i didn't want to spend all my time for the just education so when the option when i see an opportunity to do business i decided wow it's a great opportunity let's do this and then we will see what will uh, happen but peter would you mind i would like to add um, comment on your previous previous question uh, just Two comments. Uh, first comment is that, as I mentioned before, um, and uh, all um, uh, money from Ukrainian uh, taxes go to the army. So when Polish businesses decide to work with the Ukrainian businesses, it means that money that they send for goods and services to Ukraine, then they go they go to army, and then army has money for weapon, rockets, etc. So this really helped us uh, to come to the victory. And but and the second question <clears throat> is more mi- microeconomical. If we uh, look at uh, GDP in Poland in 2021, it was around $680 billion. In 2022, um, it's around $714 billion. So the growth is 5%. Uh, Polish economy, by the way, the fastest growing in European Union, and that's that's really that's really great. And I think that part of this five percent growth is uh, Ukrainian business. I would not say that is like whole five percent, but I think part is. And um, I would like to say that Ukrainian business and Ukrainians are not uh, competitors to Polish companies. Uh, we are uh, partners, so we are part of uh, your growth and we are happy of it so let's be real partners not opponents let's develop poland let's support ukraine and let's uh, get our victory against russia thank you very much thank you peter this was the political periscope the podcast is released every thursday at 7 p.m 